Hello, and welcome to Say When, a geeky podcast, episode 30, wherein we all die of grief. I'm Sally. And I'm Melissa. And I'm Frankie. Hi, friends. How are we doing? Hello. Another day in paradise. (laughs) Is that what this is? Yeah. I didn't get that memo. (laughs) (laughs) How how hot is your paradise? My paradise up here is uh, quite quite warm. In the 90s. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's in the 90s. I haven't seen rain in so long. I don't know what it would look like. What are these droplets falling from the sky? (laughs) Yeah. No, it's been pretty. I think we had some rain overnight one night last week or something but yeah no it's it's been pretty warm and today is the first day of october i'm not sure exactly when we're going to put this podcast out but it is the first day of october right now and for the record there are 79 days until the release of the rise of skywalker yes 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 and i'm saying that until december 19th instead of december 20th because you know i'm going to be up in the theater on the 19th to watch it so yes frankie you're going to be in theater on the 19th and melissa i think i'm gonna have to secure a different babysitter for my kids rather than you because i I have a sneaky suspicion you're going to be with us (laughs) probably yes my my fandango is set to go set alarm is set for the tickets to go on sale do we have any? I mean, I'm hearing that the trailer's going to drop like the trailer for TLJ dropped, but I don't know if that's going to be accurate. That it's going to drop. The sa- I've heard the same thing. Um, Half time so. for an NFL game, so I'm stuck watching an NFL game that I never watch. Yeah, I. Um, and I'm you didn't go. watch the TLJ trailer immediately, if I remember correctly. Frankie, you didn't. I you, didn't. You I came didn't. to I was, me later was, and said, should I watch this? And I was like, it's two minutes of a two hour and 40 minute movie. Yeah, you should probably watch it. Yeah. But, and then you thought Leia, he was going to kill Leia. And I was like, he's not going to kill he's... Leia. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did. I did y'all watch any of those videos that people did of watching that? Like they would video people watching those trailers and then they no. post them on YouTube. Oh my gosh, some of the most classic, classic, hilarious, hilarious videos. Because remember, the end of the TLJ trailer was Ben holding out his hand to Ray. Mm, I mean, yes. people were like, la la la, what the? <laughs> <laughs> and one of those people was Sally. <laughs> no, that was not my response. Mine was like, yes! <laughs> Raylo is canon. <laughs> but, and nothing has happened since then to dissuade me that Raylo is in fact canon. So, um, yeah, I'm interested to see how that trailer is going to go. This one's going to go. But that's that's neither here nor there. Um, do we want to, like, go ahead and dive into News and Notables? Sure. Sh- sure. Okay, so we've got upcoming movies, like, not Star Wars related. Um Downton Abbey's out right now if you like period pieces or you're a fan of Downton Abbey. The Joker's coming out, right? Any thoughts on that? Um, Has anyone... There's a lot of warnings out, actually. Okay. About um, violence that could ensue during the movie. Like, Like in the theater? Yeah. Really? Y'all not read that? No. 
uh, I've only been working. I've not read anything. Like they think there's gonna be actual physical, like people in the theaters are gonna be violent. Yeah. Um, let's see if I can find something on it because I just U.S. military warns troops about violence at Joker screenings. Well, um, for the record, potential potential for a mass shooter. Um, so there's a warning for that. Hmm. I mean, think about what the movie's about. Yeah, I will. I will say this. Like, a homicidal I sociopath? We'll go with that. I'm not going to try to get all political in this uh, podcast, but... So it's you know. political. They're, they're thinking it's a political thing? I mean, I'm, I'm no. just confused. No. I'm... You don't have to go... Or do you think because there'll be a lot of gunshots that, in, during the movie that somebody might not hear gunshots going off in the theater? No. <laughs> they think that their mass shooter is going to come so and kill everybody. My words are not meshed with... Um, with our just misconceptions, With, right? I don't want anybody to to say, "Well, this is what Melissa said." So, um, warned about potential. The U.S. military has warned service members about potential for a mass shooter at screening um, of the Joker, which has sparked wide concerns from, among other, the families of those killed during the 2012 mass shooting in Colorado. Um, they confirmed on Tuesday that the warning was widely distributed after social media posts related to extremists classified as incels were uncovered by intelligent officials at the Federal Bureau of Investigation. So take that for what you will. There, and of course, this is a huge article, which I'm not going to read the whole thing on the podcast. Could you but tell you can us find where it is? On Gizmodo. Okay. Um, okay. Right. Then. And there's an actual copy of the memorandum from the Department of the Army. Okay. Interesting. So, anyway, do some. It's all over the news. I'm sure most of our listeners who are Joker fans have probably heard about it. So, just uh, do some Googling. Okay. Well, that having been said, we did have a comment on the podcast about the Joker and one of our viewer listeners rather suggested that they may be playing around with the Joker and having unreliable narrators and sort of upsetting the narrative in that fashion. And I thought that was an interesting thought it was an interesting take on it. And so um, if you go to see the Joker, I would love to have a response to that, you know, do they play around with the unreliable narrator as a tool? Um, like, what what do we learn about Joker and all that stuff? I think that's, I think it'd be an interesting, interesting way to go. But just a mm -hmm. thought. Um, Are you going to go see us, Sally? Not if I can help it. Melissa? Yeah, I'll probably see it, but not for a while. I'm not like rushing out to see it. We're not going to do a podcast on it to my knowledge. So yeah, um, I'm in no hurry. Yeah, I'm going to see it. Not, I'm not going to open a weekend. I'll right. catch it on a Tuesday. Right. Same. Um, well, the other movie that I think's coming out shortly Zombieland Double Tap the second Zombieland movie and I'm not a huge zombie movie fan. But, but we know who you are a fan of. Well, Woody Harrelson's <laughs> in it, this one. Mm -hmm. And 
I'm not a huge fan of Woody Harrelson, so I'm not sure. Like, I still haven't seen the, uh, I still haven't seen The Dead Don't Die with, with Adam Driver in it. And yes, I am a big fan of Adam Driver, but I haven't even seen that yet. So, really? Yeah, I haven't Jeez, seen that. That's surprising. I don't have to see everything. So. <laughs> Um, but anyway, just, just kind of a thought. My husband is a big zombie movie fan, so he may well go see it. I don't know. I'll get a report from him back on that. He yeah. might drag me along, in which case I'll just be like, <laughs> in the theater. But anyway, so is that, is that it for? I mean, other than I think Ad Astra, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. that looks kind of interesting. And then Rambo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Interesting. There's nothing out that I'm like dying to see. Right, right. No, that's fair. That's fair. Frankie, nothing out that you're. I mean, you're like the movie guru, and no, nothing. Nothing out there. Like I said, I'll go see Joker just because I feel obligated. Like, <laughs> you know, I feel obligated to go see Joker. Um, no, but my biggest thing I'm looking forward to is. It's Disney Plus. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mandalorian, like, all that jazz. Yeah, like, I'm counting down the days to that. Okay, well, and that brings us neatly on to Triple Force Friday. Why? Because the Mandalorian merch drops on Friday, too. That's Friday. Uh, October 4th is Triple Force Friday. And so, they've already done... Uh, StarWars.com did a podcast, or, like, a streaming podcast where they previewed a lot of the merchandise... And it's got merchandise from Tross, The Rise of Skywalker. It's got merch from The Mandalorian, as well as, I believe it's Jedi Fallen Order, the game. I, have y'all looked at any of that merchandise or no? I haven't. I haven't yet. I'm kind of a sucker for Triple Force Friday or for Force Friday, and I like to go. So Friday morning, I will probably drop my kids at school and then scoot on to go check out the merch you want to come with melissa yeah i'd love to all right i'll swing by your house early all right we'll be back in time to get to work (laughs) um eight ish yeah okay that's not bad I can manage that. Bring coffee. <laughs> yeah. We'll swing, we'll swing through Starbucks. Keep rolling his Yeah. We'll swing through Starbucks. I get, I get to work at 6.45 in the morning. I don't leave I roll my, out of bed at 8.30 in the morning. Yeah. Usually. I, uh, I leave, my, if I leave my house at 7.05, I'm late. I'm running late. If I leave my house at 7.05. Yeah, so. I get up at 5, I get up at 5.20 in the morning. I know. I've been up for nearly three hours by the time you get out of bed, Melissa. <laughs> That's gross. Ew. <laughs> she says it's gross. <laughs> like, he's a teacher. Teachers' yeah. lives, it's like, they sound easy, but that is utter crap. Teaching is hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially the kind of teaching you do, Frankie. That is really hard. So, yeah. All right. So, let's see. The other thing that dropped recently was an excerpt from a new book coming out in November called Resistance Reborn and I am so excited I sent y'all a link to an excerpt and then was that the one that had a circle and like 12,000 arrows pointing to one word (laughs) well 
to be fair, I was not the one who did that, but I thought it was important that y'all read it. But I actually sent you a link to the entire excerpt. And uh, you might not have clicked the link, but no, I just I enlarged. I figured that was just the image was was all I needed to see. No, 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 no. <laughs> actually, you really could have done with reading the the excerpt because the excerpt is. Leia, I'm pulling it up for the record, I'm, y'all, if you're hearing thunks and whatnot, I'm pulling out my iPad. Um, the link takes you to the excerpt of, of the Resistance Reborn, and that's on StarWars.com if anybody wants to read it. But the excerpt of the book by Rebecca Rowanhorse, um, it comes out on November 5th, and... You can actually listen to it. If you don't like to read, you can listen to it. But the first thing is, a sharp pain in her temple brought Leia's thoughts up short. She squeezed her eyes shut in sudden agony. These headaches were a side effect of the healing process, the medical droid had said. She was to expect them to last for a few weeks, but between the headaches, the nightmares of being lost in space, and the grief of losing her friends and family, Leia was exhausted. What she, couldn't, what she wouldn't give for just a moment of relaxation, of safety, a few days, or even a handful of hours of knowing everything would be alright. And my heart is so broken right now. I can't even stand it. And so it goes on and it talks, it's a discussion between her and Ray. Ray brings her a cup of Galantian tea. Um, Galantian tea, yes. And, and they talk about Ben and how Ben has to save himself. No one can save Ben but himself. Yes. Leia speaks with Ray. Yes. What if you know? What do you know? Um, let's see. I'm, I'm looking. I'm scanning through it really quickly. Ray said, Kylo Ren, he's your son. Ah, Leia nodded and drank from her now cooling cup. Ray squirmed uncomfortably in her seat. What happened to him? She finally asked. I mean, how did he turn to the dark side? He started in the light, didn't he? He told me a story about Luke, about his training. She exhaled. I guess I just want to understand. I do too. And then, um, goes on, so you don't know? I think you would have to ask Ben what happened to him. Yeah. It's just like breaking my heart in all these itty bitty tiny pieces. All these itty bitty tiny pieces. So, anyway, I think it's must-reading. for At least for me, it's must-reading. I don't know if it's must-reading for anyone else, but I will be definitely pre-ordering this one. And um, You can't already pre-order that one on Amazon? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I was going to say, I think I, have, I think I have that one pre-ordered. Yeah, but here's the other thing. Have you read Black Spire? No, yet? I've not had a chance. I've, listen, it's... it's it sucks right now. <laughs> works, works is just really busy. So life is hard. So and that and when you man, your, I, it's oh your my gosh, was not I need to talk about it with somebody. What? Your your review was not that raving up. You said you were a little disappointed in that book, right? I need to talk about what happened in that book with somebody. So if there's anyone in the in you know in the podcast world that wants to talk about this book, please come talk about this book with me. Because I got to mm-hmm. talk about this book and my podcast co-host who I'm. I have the book. I have the book. I have the book. I have the book. I'll get to it. I promise. 
I do not have the book. And you're not going to get the book. And I won't be getting the book. I don't read. (laughs) Well, what's really nifty is you don't have to read Resistance Reborn. You can listen to it. This is true. You could listen to the audio excerpt. You don't even. I did purchase the audio for um, Captain Phasma. What book was that? Phasma. Phasma. I I purchased that. I've listened to a little bit of it. I've still got like nine hours to go or something. It's not my favorite either. It's not my favorite either. There are definitely other books that are better. It was fine. Yeah. I just, I'm just curious. I want to be able to hold a conversation with you about it since you're so, like, opinionated about her. Me or Frankie? Sally. I need to know why. And I need to be able to have mm-hmm. some discourse with you about it. So She's I will evil. listen to that one eventually She's when I have evil. time. Evil. I mean, she could... You know, we had this discussion about redemption and, you know what it takes to be redeemed and i think this is why those comics frankie um i don't know if we the the rise of the resistance comics have been coming out in pretty steady pretty Mm -hmm. steady succession we've had snokes we've had rays we've had roses and we've had um i think a ben one has just come out or kylo ren one not ben and the one oh did i say no yeah i've read that i'm sorry i haven't i've read Several of those. Did you read yeah. the one with Snoke? I didn't get the Snoke one, so that's why I need to go it's back. It's really clear in that one that he abused Ben. Like, physical abuse. Like, yeah. So, spoilers, if you haven't read it, sorry. But, he, 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 very, it's very clear. And, the... And that's what a certain segment of the fandom has been saying. He is that Kylo Ren, that Ben Solo is coded as being abused. And we've been told time and again, no, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. And here is the Snoke comic demonstrating that he has been abused. But what does that have to do with retribution? Or what does that have to do with redemption? The road to redemption does not have to be linear. And... When you go back and you find out pain, suffering, that all helps along the road to redemption, right? But one of the key things with redemption is you have to want it. You have to want to redeem yourself. And Resistance Reborn says, you know, just in this little excerpt says, you know, no one can save Ben but Ben. Or words to that effect. And I think what we're going to see with this movie and all that, that, that Ben does want to save himself, that Ben actually believes that, that he's doing something right. And maybe I'll save this for another podcast. But Phasma never wants to be redeemed. No, I think And Phasma- that is the key thing there. Phasma doesn't want to be redeemed. Hux doesn't want to be redeemed. If they wanted to be redeemed, then that's a conversation we can have, but they don't want it. Neither of so, them do. The, the thing I'll go with, with Phasma, that I'm going to take slightly different, though. Do you think Phasma would have attacked, if, let's say it was the other, if Phasma would have been, Phasma's going to attach herself to the most powerful thing in the room, because Phasma's number one goal is survival. Yes. So, 
So where it's just unrelenting survival. I think Phasma just as easily would have, you know, she would have sucked in with the huts. She would have sucked, like, whatever would have got her off that dying planet where she could have survived. If, if a resistance had gotten there and she said, yep, I shoot a jump ship. If she's, I think, I think if the war started going the other way, I think she'd Benedict Arnold. I think she'd switch sides, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. I don't believe, so where I think Phas, Phasma's just... She's almost a free agent playing for the because Phasma will Phasma survives. That's it. Until she doesn't. But anyway, that's another story. Until she doesn't. But that's what I mean. But that's that's her game where like you know, there's evil for evil's sake. Mm-hmm. And like you're you're bad. I don't think she's bad. I just think I she do. has no. I just think she just has no scruples regarding survival. She's a sociopath too. Well. <laughs> she's a sociopath she's no feelings for anyone but herself right not not for her brother not for anybody mm-hmm. so let's see all right so i think that's i mean there's been other stuff there have been some leaked images that have come out the empire magazine is out it's got an interesting image of Kylo Ren slash Ben Solo with his mask off, which might be one of the first images we've seen of him, like as a still shot. It looks like the marketing to me is really marketing him with the helmet on. And I don't know if they're marketing him with the helmet on because Adam Driver wasn't available to take pictures of because he's a really busy guy. (laughs) Um, Or they're trying to make a distinction between Supreme Leader Kylo Ren and then later Ben Solo, maybe just Kylo Ren, I don't know, but they they seem to be making a real distinction. And you know what, Melissa, remember when we were at um, at Disney and we were at Hollywood Studios and we were about to go in to meet Kylo Ren? Do you remember mm-hmm. they said the Supreme Leader will see you now? Yes. It made me laugh, but now I'm looking back. I was like, that's a very dis. Like, that's very much on purpose because his whole costuming was not the Supreme Leader costuming, right? It was the TFA costuming. Mm-hmm. And he still had the helmet on and it was TFA. But mm-hmm. the Supreme Leader will see you now. And it was like, okay, are they making this distinction on purpose? And I'm looking back on that and wondering it now. But it was it was really funny at the time. I don't know. Speaking do of... Think? Oh. I'm, I'm just... That just reminds me of Galaxy's Edge and how much I want to be there right now. Like, I'm seeing Gosh, all my friends, it. like, posting pictures, and I'm so jealous. Yes, I have friends that were there this past weekend, too, and I'm just Dang. like... I'm like, oh, I want to be there. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, we're we definitely going back probably in October, but not this October, a year from now. So Yeah. I might have a child performing again. don't be sarcastic I don't mind being a dance mom there's whole TV shows about dance mom (laughs) we've already had a discussion that's a different podcast yeah Yeah. and we've already had a discussion about helicopter parenting earlier off mic so (laughs) but no I'm I'm a dance mom I'm okay with that totally okay with that or show mom too. So. As long as I don't have to watch, you know, baseball and soccer. 
I'm good. No offense to baseball and soccer fans. It's just not my jam. Go sports. <laughs> Melissa's into esports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, is there anything else that we need to bring up with regards to news and notables? I think we're ready to discuss the thing that makes me cry. No, we're going to talk I didn't about see you cry this weekend. Well, no, I didn't. But if I have to so... think about it, I'll get sad. I get a little bit sad yeah. um, because everybody dies in Rogue One. Yeah. And which this I didn't think was necessary. Star Wars movie where that happens. There's a lot of first, necessary. a lot of first in this movie. Okay. But um, yeah, so we watched it. This weekend, we had a screening of it outdoors under the stars. Frankie, we really missed you um, because it was awesome, even though we had a little bit of technical difficulties with the uh, projector. But we got it working smoothly, and we got to watch Star Wars outside under the stars. It was awesome. That is awesome. Rogue One. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I took notes. I did not. I was being the gracious host. Making sure I everyone took had notes. popcorn. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I took notes. And one of the things that the the first note I wrote down was Lyra, Jen's mom, tells mm -hmm. Jen to trust the force as she gives her the Kybal crystal necklace. And then they just drop the storyline. Is she a member of the Church of the Force? Do we know? Lyra? The mother? Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? Did you read the book that came before? You gave it to me. It's still on my bedside table. Sorry. Because um, I'm trying to remember. It seems like she may have been. Okay. Okay. It's just been too long since I read the book. That's why I asked if you, because I was, so, I think it talked, because it does talk more about the mom and all that in the book. Okay. Um, all right. That's fair. But regarding Lyra, her death, I wrote, is most unsatisfying and needless death in Star Wars aside from Padme. Oh God, yes, it was horrible. Mm -hmm. Like she comes out of why? there. Like why do you do that? Why do you? I mean, you know you're gonna. And it's not even to save her kid. Well, right. The husband will no longer be distracted by her, but he'll certainly be angered by her by her death, and that's not doing them any favors so Frankie what did you think about that do you think Lyra's so, death was useful um do I think the death was useful no I do not think the death was useful um what I thought was that they simply had a bad escape plan right like why wouldn't you try to save them like, why wouldn't he have tried to figure out a way to have saved them both? Well, but th there was a way to save them both. She just had to climb down that hole with... With her daughter. With her but daughter do you think and they, call it a day. Do you day. think they would, have stopped, they would have stopped looking? Well, they stopped looking for Jen. Yeah. Yeah. And, and until that point, they could have assumed that he was telling the truth about her death. Yeah. So... Yeah. Oh, look, it's Lyra, back from the dead. Right. So. Yeah. No. I, I mean, I definitely think like, they could have, you know, they could have, you know, 
She could, she should have, like in a normal situation, go run and hide with your daughter. Be, be the last line of defense protection. Okay, right? and I want to say she this loves too. her husband. Yeah, well, I love my husband too, but I have three kids, and I'm going to make certain that my three kids survive, because my husband would rather I make certain that our three kids survive than to come back for him. Right. Like, Especially just, and get myself killed for like, no good reason. Because you're right. Any smart person can figure out. Run with the daughter, and you know what? Then, the, then they got, and then let's just give fight up. another day. Let's go. Just say yeah. Let's go. Just leave them here. Leave them alone. Well, let's the, go. The other thing is, and this to me, it maybe is a little bit more disturbing, or it is more disturbing. Star Wars has a habit of fridging moms, just killing them. Right. Let's review. Padme, Shmi, Aunt Baru, mom figure, um, Leia's mom. Who's is her name even mentioned in the movie? No. Is there a mother in Star Wars? Aside from Leia at this point, that they haven't just unceremoniously killed. Wow. That's mother in Star Wars they have not unceremoniously killed. Aside from Leia at this point, and they may have to kill her in this movie upcoming, so this is not this isn't cool. And you hear other people talk about the missing feminine in Star Wars and all that stuff. But, dude, they kill all the moms. Yeah, what's up with that? I never really thought about that, but it's true. And not always for a good reason. Frankie's sitting here trying to come what up with one. What was George's relationship with his mother? Hmm. Well, I don't know, but it doesn't look healthy now, does it? Mm-mm. Not to speculate about, you know, real life with Star Wars. But, I mean, you know, why are you why are you killing all the moms? And I'm not saying that the father relationship is particularly healthy, by the way. I'm not making that argument either. But they're, they kill the mothers. And I don't know who they don't kill. Uh, aside from Leia. Who is, it's not looking good. There's, I can't think of any mothers. Okay. So, just another... Uh, and Han never has one. So... Yeah, they, um, you got to assume that they were his parents, that Han's parents were already dead. The way it was. Or, you know... And, and Ray doesn't have parents. Mm-hmm. So, I just don't... Uh, Star Wars is not kind to its female characters. Okay. Um, I do find, I do find her death in particular to be maddening. Like, if you feel like Lyra has to die, that's not the place for her to make that stand. Maybe she gets sick. Maybe, you know, because she, because Jen needs to be alone, maybe she gets sick, you know, five years later or ten years later. There's no reason that Jen has to grow up motherless. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, narratively speaking, I don't think so. Um, it's so it's just it's just maddening to me. Um, 
My next note was K2SO is the best droid in Star Wars. Fight me. Really? Really. I freaking love K2SO. Think about K2SO. What would I not like about K2SO? You, you may be K2SO. <laughs> I'm not 3PO. I'm not R2-D2. I'm not cute BB-8. I am K2SO. You may be K2SO. That's yeah, actually... That's... That's... Yeah, that's... You I mean, I'm not L3. So, no, you're not L3. So I'm thinking I'm K2SO, so I adore that freaking droid. He's amazing. Like... <laughs> but... But... I thought you loved, um... L3. I can love L3. Yeah, but, but as far as, like, K2SO the Personality-wise... Personality-wise... Sally is K2SO. Yeah, yeah, you really are. That's your uh, your spirit droid. <laughs> There's my Star Wars tattoo oh, right that's there, That's interesting. Buddy. We should, I wonder what Frankie's spirit droid would be. And mine. Hmm. Is the Falcon considered a droid since it's got L3? No. Brain? But L3... It's not a droid, though. It's got three droid brains. It's not a droid. No, it's, it's not a droid, but... Wait, the three droid brains... I suddenly think I more identify with the Falcon even more. Oh. <laughs> well, you're a Gemini. You only have two. <laughs> I don't even know who I would identify with. That's interesting. Thoughts? My immediate instinct was, was 3PO. <laughs> because you're tall and blonde. Um, but I'm not sure these... I'm not sure... L3 might be your spirit droid. Maybe. What do you think, Frankie? Who's her spirit I would, droid? I'd be between L3 and 3PO. Just For her? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't but I don't know who your spirit droid is, Frankie. Um But I know K2SO is mine. Like K2SO is definitely yours. I I won't I won't fight you on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He he stole he stole so many scenes, didn't he? There's a fresh the one. one. <laughs> My notes under him is sarcasm, sarcasm at its finest, which is Sally. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sally. <laughs> Love to mean it. <laughs> so yeah, no. Uh, that's a great. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I adore K two S O. Of course you do. He's the best droid in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he's amazing. He is amazing. I loved K2SO. Like, K2SO saved the movie for me. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't... Droids are hard. Uh, you, you're not R2-D2. I might not have a spirit droid. I don't think you do. Like, I look at... Honestly, I see more, I see more Chewbacca. Sorry. That's fine. I mean... I do, make, I do make a lot of grumbling noises. <laughs> and he's tall. He's tall. Grumbling noise. I, 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 I agree with pulling the arms off of something that's the best way to solve a problem. Me too. <laughs> okay, bear that in mind. For the record. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> oh. I hear ya. Okay. <laughs> so... One of the things that, and I'm not meaning to like dominate this conversation, but 
I, I took all these notes. You, you, you got the notes. Go. We'll, we'll kick in later. Just go. Gray areas of the rebellion. Like, you've got the more murder and the torture. Are these really even gray? Or is that just straight to, like, dark evil? Like, we need to talk about this. Like, Oh, yeah. I mean, we need to talk about it. Because this is just we shot through this entire movie. This whole, like, the rebellion has this very seedy underside that that you don't see with Leia's bright white gown, right? And and when you, from a certain point of view, when you look at what they did in A New Hope, they killed 400,000 plus people in one go, right? Is that mm-hmm. any more or less evil than blowing up a planet? I, you know, I, I think that this is something we really need to have a discussion about because, you know, Cassian recognizes that this guy's about to get them caught, so he kills them himself. That's just, I mean, that's a hard decision to have to make. And then even Cassian, he's like, you know, I've, we've been in this rebellion since, I, I've been in this rebellion since I'm six. You know, we're, we, we're desperate to do something good. And it's like, you know, and, and throughout the movie, you know, um, cheer it to ask about, does he look like a killer? And they're like, no, he just looks like a dude, you know, and but his weapons and sniper configuration and cheer it's like the force moves darkly around a creature about to kill. Like, first of all, cheer it's awesome, but cheer it is Heck awesome. Yeah. Oh my god. But so so many of my favorite actors are in this movie. Uh-huh. And he's um are y'all familiar with his other works? I am not. Ip, IP Man or Ip Man. Oh, go watch it. Frankie, go watch it. Do you like martial arts flicks? I do. Go watch that. It's amazing. So, I mean, you, but you see what I'm saying? Like, this is, like, is the rebellion really right? Or, you know what I mean? Like, do the ends justify the means? I, I think these are some of these questions that this movie is asking of the audience. And they're really hard questions to answer. Um, it's, it's war. And I think it's trying to... I think that's one of the reasons I love this movie. Right? It's war. Mm-hmm. It's called Star Wars. And a lot of time we forget the war part. Like, we see all this fantasy and this good guy seem bad. No, I, I, I hear, what I'm trying to say is this right here. It shows the dirty side of the war. It shows the grit of the war, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when the Death Star blows up, that's, that's 400,000 faceless deaths, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This thing showed, like, thing, like Empire Strikes showed, Back shows the battle. Like, the opening scene of Star Wars shows the blasting each other. The beach scene mm-hmm. in Rogue One, when they're, like, just going at it, that is a war movie-style battle. Yeah. And it is just, I mean, like, and that's one of the reasons I loved it, because it showed the, like, war war side of it, right? It didn't show the, you know, espionage behind the back, you know, the, some of the stuff you see, we're going to get this data point and stuff like that. It, I mean, it did show a lot of the espionage, but, like, the grit of yeah. this movie, I loved. It was the most realistic Star Wars movie, I think. And that's probably why it didn't, like, quite hit so far on my list, because I kind of like the whole fantasy of the other Star Wars movies, but it was very beautiful. The cinematics were great, and it was very realistic. 
Yeah, but still, you you touched on a lot of things. I think it had some of the best care, like the characters, like the the core characters. Mm-hmm. I really got into all the core characters. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not Jedi. Like most, the main characters aren't Jedi's. No, there yeah, are no, no Jedi. Jedi there are no Jedi in it. Um, you know, the characters were strong. They worked well together. Um, I mean, to be fair, that most of the Jedi are dead at this point, right? I mean, Order sixty six had long gone yeah. out, so yeah, all that's left of the Jedi are like, you know, Obi Wan who's in hiding, uh, Yoda who's in hiding, maybe a couple Jedi floating around that managed to avoid Order sixty six, and basically Darth Vader, yeah, Insidious. I mean, that, that's what's left of so, active Force users, right? So, um. Yeah, I, I think the characters are strong. So, mm. are they right? Or are they wrong? I think it just makes it brings to the forefront that let's call it a necessary evil, because if they let's say Cassian doesn't kill him, because that guy can't climb, mm-hmm. everything unravels from that point, and Cassian realizes that. I'm not saying that it's wrong. Yeah, I'm, not I'm saying, just saying, I'm not saying you made the wrong decision. I'm just saying it's forcing the audience to confront the question of do the ends justify the means? And Which is awesome. And maybe so, but I'm just saying that this movie forces you to confront that. Right. And and it's 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 deeply uncomfortable, right? If you because it's it, it forces you to realize that the good guys are actually pretty gray and then the bad guys Maybe they're still the bad guys, but ultimately, you know, those stormtroopers are just guys behind the, you know. Just following orders. Just following orders. And so it, it, it's a real tricky thing, I, th- I think. So um, I just, like I said, I, I really feel like that's one of the things that this movie really tries to hit. You know, the the real gritty underbelly of it. So, um, the next note is about Sheard Mway because he noted the lightsaber or the, the, the necklace. And he said that the strongest stars have hearts of Kyber. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we find out that he is a guardian of the wills. And, um, that's actually a nice callback to what George Lucas originally called the Jedi. Um, the Jedi were supposed to be absolute guardians of the wills or something like that. And then he settled on Jedi. And so they're actually bringing back into, they're bringing into canon some stuff that, that George did do. And, and Disney Lucasfilm has consistently brought in some legends things as well. So I thought that was interesting. Um, and in keeping with that, um, discussion of the Guardians of the Wills and Chirrut Inway in particular. When he's chanting, he says, I am one with the Force and the Force is with me and I fear nothing. All is as the Force wills it. Let's talk about that. Let's Very talk about religious that undertone. Not even undertones. It's just in your face. I am one with the Force and the Force is with me and I fear nothing. All is as the Force wills it. What? 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 Mm-hmm. So what are we talking about here? So does the Force will Palpatine to become powerful for Vader? Oh. Is the this force. what the Force is willing? The Force is this balancing. This is what 
think about this. Is think the about force that. balancing itself out? Is it pushing this because the Jedi had gone so far and they were the power? Is the force pushing this? But that goes back to that episode of the um, Vader we watched, right? Of course the force is forcing this. The force is balancing itself out. So, so the force, if if that is true, if we take this is canon, right? This is canon. Mm-hmm. I fear nothing. All is as the force wills it. So if this is true, then that means that the force willed Luke. To attempt to kill his nephew, for his nephew to leave and become Kylo Ren, right? And then the Force dumps out Ray, the kid from nowhere, the nobody, to balance it out. Um, if Chirrut is telling the truth, if Chirrut is right. I fear nothing. What movie are we talking about again? Rogue One. <laughs> All, hey, this is a direct quote from Rogue One. All is so, as the Force no, wills no, it. No, no, I'm just laughing. I'm just picking at you because you always sure. find a way to tie it back to Ray and Kylo. Of course I do because you know they live and die together. But anyway, moving along. No, my, my thought, my thought on that is because of that statement. So the Force would, in in my opinion, he would be saying that people don't have free will then. All is as the force wills it. Right. So. But that gets into a broader discussion of destiny and fate. Right. But. Right. And, and, and that's tricky. Like, and, then, and then we're going to start devolving into a discussion of predestination and all of this stuff. Which we right. don't necessarily want to do right now. Like that's a. That's a metatextual discussion that's just really deep. But. I so heard you, that, and I was like, holy crap. Have you ever believed, have, like, up until this point, have you ever believed the Force had a conscience? No. I mean, this is... This is an explanation that's being given, and we've already determined that the writing is often questionable, and I don't... Was there any indication of this prior to this movie in the so books? What? I don't know. That the Force had a consciousness. That the Force has a... Yeah. Did you believe the Force had a consciousness? Okay. Before this, did you believe the Force had a consciousness? I never thought about it. And I was forced to think about it when I read the Last Jedi novelization. And I'm sorry, I know Last Jedi is not Rogue One. But I was forced to think about it when I read the Last Jedi novelization. When Rey, in the throne room scene realized that she was an instrument of the cosmic force. Not the living force, but the cosmic force. And I also kind of thought about it when I thought about Mortis in the Mortis trilogy in the Clone Wars. So yeah, this is showing up in other canon places that the force has a consciousness of sorts. So it was showing up before this movie or after? Before. Okay. Um... In the Clone Wars, sorry. I don't know. I don't watch. And a the lot argument, of other... the argument to be made about Anakin. Anakin, you know, he is a child of the Force. Mm-hmm. So if yes, there are oh, 
Palpatine nudged the midichlorians. Okay, fine, sure. But if the Force didn't want that, then it wouldn't have happened. That, I'm just saying that one line has a lot of implications for the rest of the saga. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am I wrong? I don't think I'm, but I mean... Well, the Force is balancing itself, and so... As that's it's just too deep. Let's be honest. Like you could, that's a wormhole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But did you pick up on that line? Did either of you pick up? On oh that God, line? yeah, that was in my notes. You just got to it before I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As the force wills it. Um, it's gonna be. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to. You. I agree. I agree with the statement. But like I said, it takes you down so many different side paths that it's hard to break that apart, right? Yeah, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. That's a that's a over an hour long discussion worth of content there. So Yeah. Um, but yes, I think um, a lot of people kinda of, there were some people that wanted an explanation of the force. There were a lot of people that were greatly opposed to it and and this is you you know that, right? Why are you looking at me strange? There were a lot of people that didn't want an explanation of like this. They didn't want it tied back to... Are you talking about people in the galaxy far, far away or people sitting in the people movie theater? sitting in the movie theater. Yeah. They just wanted this mystical thing. Right. They didn't want to know about Metachlorians and you know, like it. They didn't want it compared to religion and, and these things. But... <laughs> what? I, okay... To say that they didn't want it compared to religion, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but it, that's not, to, in my mind, very logical, since they talked about the Jedi and the Force being a religion as early as A New Hope. So to me, it's not logical for them to say, well, I don't want it to be religious. Well, it's been religious. It was religious in 1977. But not so blatantly. Really? Because I think it was pretty blatant in 1977 when, what was his name? Um, he said, you're the guy, pitiful, the guy, the guy. pitiful. Yeah, he got force choked. You're pitiful adherence choked. to that ancient religion. Because right. he was like, about, a, a a Captain Piet. That was it. Right, yeah, Captain, Captain Piet? Yeah. Don't be so. Yeah, I just remember, terror you've constructed. I just remember reading reviews and people being in an uproar about it. I know, but the fanboys aren't logical. Captain Piet was also probably the dumbest person on the planet. Had he not seen what Vader been doing for the last 20 years? And you're going to back talk that dude? The dude's got a laser sword. Oh, and by the way, he's probably killed like 10 people around you just because they brought him cold coffee. I mean, <laughs> Vader drops <laughs> people left, right, and center. Valid reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jedi Collider Council thinks that's charming evil. Charming oh. evil. I'm going to be able to kill somebody for bringing me like, today. You have failed me for the last time, Death. You have failed me for the last time, Death. You are promoted now. Uh, no, I don't want to be promoted. I'm going to sweep some floors. I want to transfer off this battle cruiser. I want no promotions. I'll take my pay. I just want my insurance and benefits. I'm going to put in my 30 years. I'm going to go mop over there. No promotions for me. You kill. You kill You kill from the top down. Yeah. No, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be working on Vader's ship. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually the first 
Star Wars movie where he uses the word choke when he says, be careful not to choke on your aspirations. And you know what? Yeah. Yeah. But here's the other thing about Vader in this movie. I have a hard time reconciling this Vader for whatever reason with the Vader from Revenge of the or Revenge of the Sith. I don't know why. Like when he's holding his fingers up, like down, but like maybe it's where he's holding his fingers, like because he's like at his waist and he's choking, um, choking uh, Krennic. Mm-hmm. Be careful not to choke on your aspirations, right? And I'm just like. That doesn't seem very Vader-like to me. I don't know why that didn't seem Vader-like this to me. This whole movie was like nothing like typical Star like... Wars movies. This is oh, so I don't think different. so. Like they didn't even have the crawl, like the scrolling text crawl. In this this is the only one that they never... I mean, there's so many things that are so different. But I think they did every that on Star purpose. Movie. To sort of differentiate it because it's a Star Wars story. It's not a saga story. So they right. only do the crawl with the saga movies. Yeah. There were no lightsabers in this movie. No lightsaber battles. Like, this was... Vader busted the lightsaber, didn't he? Yeah, he, he did. At I the mean, end, in the yeah. corridor. He did the whole fanboy yeah. service Let thing. me specify. Oh, yeah. There were no light side lightsabers. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, Vader's lightsaber was the only one, and it... Or, yeah, and it was at the end. So, it this movie is just so different. It still I, felt I, like I, a Star Wars movie. Didn't it? I don't think it did. Like, there were... To me, it didn't feel like a Star Wars movie. Hmm. It so is it felt changed? like I was watching. I don't know. I can't who directed think of that? Who directed? I can't think of the who directed. Gareth the Edwards and Tony Tony Gilroy. Gareth yeah. kind of got knocked out, but he didn't do the whole Benny or didn't, he didn't do the thing that um, Lord Miller did. I wish they would have st- stuck with that. I like that. I like Rogue One a ton. You guys know that. Um, I wish they would have just given the side projects. Like they should have never given those two clowns Han Solo. Right? They should have never. It's just the Rogue One movie was a good movie. But it was okay. But at, okay. I think but Rogue Solo One's movie, a war movie and Solo was a western. Like right, which a is spaghetti western have, heist movie. So they're two very different movies. So I'm not certain they needed the same directors. I'm not saying they didn't, but I'm not certain they needed the same directors because they're very different films. No? Yeah. I don't Maybe. know. Like, just because, like, I, I wouldn't have hired comedy directors. No, I, I, I'm not sure that's a decision I would have made either. But, but the yeah. other thing is Kathleen Kennedy will fire you. Oh, well, It does not yeah, matter how far into the process you are. She will fire you. And, well. and you know, I wouldn't have wanted to have sat in on that meeting, but... You know, I mean, and eventually Lord Miller took, I think, executive producer credit or something for Solo. But this one, I think Gilroy finished it out. But most of the directing was done by Gareth Edwards. I think it was like the Act 3 stuff was just... Because I remember you sending me a text saying, hey, Rogue One's in trouble. And I didn't know... I I wasn't following along very closely then, Um Believe mm-hmm. it or not, I didn't start following on really closely until July 2017, and then I started paying really close attention. But, but the trailer for this movie was a very different was thing than the movie itself. There were several scenes in the trailer, and you know, trailers don't have to be 
totally accurate. Every scene in a trailer doesn't have to show up in the movie. But there were some shots that, like, were so startling. Like, I wanted to see, like, that TIE fighter coming up. You remember that? She's running on the bridge. She's on the bridge. And the TIE fighter comes. It's like, holy crap, TIE fighter, you know? I wanted to see that. And I wanted to see the scene where Krennic is walking across the beach and that cape is flowing out behind him. And we didn't have those scenes. So it's not a big deal. It didn't bother me that much. But those were scenes that I expected to see. Did you Um, you hear it was actually a darker movie and they they lightened it up? They had to they read. Yeah, I heard it was. That's not what I heard. No, okay. No, I, I know you heard about the, the marriage scene. At no, the no, 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 no. I heard the exact opposite, that it was a much uh, lighter film, and then they darkened it up. Oh, uh, see, I heard it was a darker film, and they lightened it up. Mm-mm. I heard it was a lighter film, and they darkened it up because they didn't want to have Cassian and Jen running around. Yeah, no, they had Although to die. I don't think I still don't think they had to die. Watching Cassian. that movie for like the fifth, sixth time, I still don't think Cassian and Jen had to die. They killed everybody else. The, those two people could have lived. They could have. I mean, I know you're glad they're dead. I know. You're a monster. I just, you don't I even just, like I'm Ewoks. A, I'm a, and, I know. I'm not I'm not glad they're dead. I just thought it was appropriate. because I mean, it, yeah, they're nowhere in the future. So. They're nowhere in the future. It just, but you don't have to know where absolutely tidy, everybody... Clean, it's a clean cut. All this is supposed to do is reveal how the Rebellion stole the plans for the Death Star and then move on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, did they have to die? No, but where are they mm-hmm. in I don't the think future? It really matters. But it's fine. It's fine. They're dead. It's canon. Yeah. They're dead. Um, did y'all catch the line from Chirrut that said Baze was once the most devoted guardian of us all? Who? What? No. Chirrut and Baze. Mm-hmm. Baze is his friend. Right. He's the and most what? Baze was once the most devoted devoted guardian of us all. Right. Yeah, I did catch that. And now the only thing he's devoted to is cheer it. And right. I have to wonder what happened. I want to uh, know. Did they tell us that in the book? It was like a kid's book. But I, what happened? I didn't read the book. Oh, what happened? Well, he also probably thinks he's a little crazy for believing that the Force is protecting I think, him. I think but Baze was the most devoted guardian of them all. Yeah, and I think right. he making sure dis- he didn't get killed. I think when the Jedi got wiped out, he became disillusioned. Maybe if he's disillusioned and he, that, right? he cares about his friend, who yeah. he feels like is a little bit... Okay, he cares about his friend, right? And that's the only thing and the only one he's devoted to anymore. But mm-hmm. what Chirrut says at, at one point, he was the most devoted guardian of any of the guardians of the wills. Right. Mm-hmm. And? Assuming that he was devoted to guarding the Kyber crystals. Mm-hmm. Right. So something changed from him being devoted to guarding the Kyber crystals and the Kyber temple, all that stuff. So we would to, like to know what happened. Yes. To why is it that he is only devoted to guarding Chirrut now? And that ties back to your questions about the Jedi and their motives and their moral system and all that jazz. It's another rabbit hole. (laughs) Well, you can't expect me to watch these movies without coming up with something. I know. I'm proud of you. It's good. Um, (laughs) I don't even know how to take that. (laughs) Yeah, I'd have to look into the background of that. No. 
Okay. The other thing that, um, poor Jen, man, Saul deserted her. Yeah. But I mean, not, but for good reason. But for good reason. But again, with the gray and the grayer, right? Mm-hmm. You know, people were figuring out who you are, so I had to leave you. You left her with a loaded blaster and said, I'll be back, and you don't show back up, really? Didn't say when. He said he, yeah, he did. He said he'd be back before sunrise. She turned out all right. I didn't tell which son. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then he just dies. Yeah, his For death no, was another, another reason. Like, what? yeah, his death was like what? He's just gonna give up? Okay. You, he was in Rebels, right? And then he just gave up. Like, oh, I'll just die no more. Let me rip my, let me rip my ventilator off, which I guess is a callback to Vader too, huh? Yeah. Is he yeah, the Vader just... of the Rebellion? Maybe, because he has some pretty unscrupulous tattoos. Right, Borgullet? Like, okay, first of all, Bodhi seemed to recover relatively well from Borgullet, but mm-hmm. still, that's pretty nasty stuff right there, man. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Um, okay, um, one thing I did think, they did a good job with the costumes for this movie. Like, they jived yes. really well with the New Hope. Like, yes. Like the helmets, all that stuff. Job. The only thing I missed was like there were no K two SOs that I recall in A New Hope. <laughs> there were not. There were not. Um, you you thought the costume? Something you remembered? Like I'm just trying to think. They tied in, yes. Because it's the same. T- like the, the, the time yeah. frame between you know the two movies are it's, same. It's, so you can basically they follow you can use exact, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they follow on immediately. Like mm-hmm. A New Hope picks up when Leia has been followed across the galaxy by and apparently and they sorted that out it was in a book they said i think it was a certain point of view um they explained how vader was following her ship the tanty four that apparently it's hyperspace engine was leaking something and leaving a trail and normally hyperspace you can't track through hyperspace but they were leaving a trail behind them because they couldn't quite, they hadn't quite gotten the, uh, the, the hyper drive fixed when they were trying to get it fixed, and Vader got on the ship. So, um, let me see. Um, that Peter Cushing man, that CGI is never gonna not creep me out. It's never gonna not creep me out. Yeah. Yeah, I was so glad when they said they weren't going to do that with Leia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, I have one more, two more things that I really have to say. Um, one is that Jen gave that speech about hope and taking chances until we win or to the chances are spent. And that's, you know, may the force be with us and all that stuff that really... That, that hit me. I totally ship her and Cassian, by the way. They're amazing. And um, my husband liked this movie because it made him feel like he felt when he was a kid watching A New Hope with the X-Wings and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He said it made it feel like a kid watching that mm-hmm. over again. And that's why he liked this movie so much. Um, Our guest at the viewing... Nathan said that his fa- it was his favorite because of the cinematography and the it not being so cheesy, and and I think it wasn't it like I said it was more realistic version of Star Wars. So 
I, I thought it felt more like a real war. Like Frankie said. Star Wars has never not been cheesy, though. It was not cheesy. This one wasn't cheesy. There was no cheese. The, the biggest cheese factor in this movie was, uh, you know, Vader saying, <laughs> be careful not to choke on your aspirations. That was the, that was it. And, well, oh, I mean, there's, and, there's all sorts of like... also says, you know, when they blindfold him or they put the, the thing over his head and he's like, are you kidding me? I'm blind. <laughs> like, what's the point in blindfolding him? <laughs> but that's it. Like, it was very real. It was very real. Because of the, you know, the characters were just kind of normal. They were daughters, and I don't know, they were just normal. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was no mention of Skywalker. Of course not. And this, this is like the first ever Star Wars movie that, where a Skywalker is not mentioned. It's not mentioned in Solo. There's even less of a reference to the Force in Solo. All you get from the Force and Solo was Darth Maul snapping up his lightsaber and spinning it around a couple times. That's it. Right. But this was the first one where that didn't happen. Mm. So it just, to me, didn't feel like a typical Star Wars movie. Frankie? Um, like I said, it was grittier. It's the grittiest of them all. And, you know, what I loved about it. I like the darkness. I like that it makes you think. I like to make you confront things like that. You know, it's 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 one of the beautiful things about it, right? About the Star Wars, like I mean, Star Wars is about hope and endurance and perseverance, but this also covers, you know, you know, you gotta get dirty sometimes. They did, and it makes you confront that. So, you know, maybe there's some things in your own life you need to get a little dirty about and have to handle. Mm-hmm. So. Has rewatching this movie shifted its place in your Star Wars rankings from top one to ten? Not mine. I already had it way up there. Like so. three, right? Two or yeah. three? Yeah, it was probably my third. Yeah, it was third. And your number one was Empire? Empire will always be my favorite. And so what's the second they, one? Uh, Hope. Hope and then Rogue One. Yeah, I, I will. Uh, you can play Empire Strikes Back at my funeral. That would be my. That would be my hope. That every that you just watch Empire Strikes Back. I don't. On I don't. Want, just yeah, just on like, I like have a like you know roast a pig, and uh, show Empire Strikes Back in the background. I that love one. that. Yeah. We're no sadness in my. You, no, no sadness at my funeral. We're having you know smoke like real smoke pig. I'll come dressed as Phasma. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back playing in the background. I am not wearing Leia slave bikini. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully we'll be like you know like ninety. True. <laughs> so. Yeah. So please don't wear. <laughs> no, at ninety, I think that's what you have to wear. Matter of fact, that's what I'll get buried in at ninety. I'm getting buried in the slave bikini. Oh Lord, have mercy. Because so, you're 90, right? Mm-hmm. Just do it. Who cares? Visuals. I need that seared out of my brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. Let's say when podcast crew, we're going to all be at the same nursing home. 
Yes. We're going to have to go the yeah, same yeah. nursing home and just raise, awesome. raise Kane. So, Melissa, did reviewing the movie change its uh, location in your rankings? Do you recall I'm where you had it? I'm trying to even remember where I had it. That was so long ago. I want to say it was number six. Yeah. yeah. It's, I want to say it was not, number six for you. It certainly didn't move up. And the and the ranks. So you uh, you felt like it didn't really feel like a Star Wars movie to you, and and it was too realistic or too much of a war I film. Liked, Is that right? I really enjoy, as you, everybody that listens knows. I really enjoy much like Frankie, like the dark and gritty and real. But uh, I don't know. It just you want it was cheese in your too, Star Wars. It was a little too far off of what I'm used to seeing in Star Wars movies. So for me, it just didn't. Do you prefer Revenge of the Sith over this movie? Yeah. Okay, so you've moved at least Revenge, Revenge of, the of the Sith. as you already know, has moved up the rank since I've watched it again. So Revenge of the so, Sith is probably like number five or four for you at this point? Probably. I'd have to, we need to redo this whole thing. Because when I did that podcast, I didn't even get to watch some of them. And I had to Okay, but to be fair... To be fair, having you rewatch those, we still wouldn't have done that podcast because we still haven't rewatched all of them. I know. This is true. But <laughs> the point being, you have to bear in mind when I rank them, I hadn't seen a lot of them in a really long time. So mm-hmm. they're going to change. And they may change again as we watch them over the years and as I you know, evolve as a human. Evolve. <laughs> but anyway, hmm. how about you, Sally? I think I had Rogue One as number six, and I am leaning towards keeping it there, but I can't think, I think I have to keep it there. I think I have to keep it there, because I look at it as, to to me, it did feel like a Star Wars movie. It felt a little bit like a very gritty Star Wars movie, but still a Star Wars movie. It wasn't as much fun to me as, say, Solo. Like, for me, Solo was a lot more fun to watch. And, but there were things I really liked about Rogue One. Like, I really liked Jen, and I really liked Cassian. But it, this movie did bring home to me just the lack of women in Star Wars and the fact that they apparently have to kill all the moms and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, we have stuff. got to do a podcast about that. That is a topic that needs to be discussed. Yeah, like, I, I just, when you said that, I just started racking my brain, like, yeah. um, I do think that, like, like, and I love Jen. Urso, yeah. she is bad. Yeah, like, no, she's awesome, but here's the thing. There's only one of her. Mm-hmm. Right. If, if females are roughly half the galaxy, there's one Jen Urso, and there are a few females in the like comm room. But where are the female soldiers? You know, you've oh. got one female shuttle pilot, but you're telling me that Jen is the only woman who volunteered for the mission? Really? Well, she ha- she had like motives, and I don't think. But even you know, so, <sighs> realistically speaking, women. I mean, I know we're shifting, but, you know, over the past and women just didn't pursue those types of... Okay, but be that as it may, 
be that as it may, it still doesn't have women like it should have in the movie. Period. Are you talking? About, are you talking specifically to Rogue One? Any or of them, the but especially, especially, especially Rogue One. But I mean, obviously, the ones that Lucas made, he he just he didn't get it. He did not get it. Disney's well, I, I, better at it than than well, Lucas it, was, but it's it, it's hard to judge in hindsight, right? It, it is. It is. Someone asked Lucas after I think it was New Hope. Actually, asked him like, "Where are the women?" And he's like, "Well, you've got Princess Leia. Women don't fight." And and that was the mindset back then. Think about wars back then. Yeah. Women, women, I mean, that's women, true. Women, women, but that may well society. be true. But that doesn't mean that there aren't women floating around. But and but here's the but the really the the broader problem is people talking and being like, "Oh, well, Star Wars." Um, there, there are too many women in Star Wars now. It's like, really? Because there's only one woman on the poster for Rogue One. Right. I just... So, no, there are not too many women in Star Wars. Like, it, I, have a pro- I have a problem. I have a problem. If I wanted to cosplay, who would I cosplay? Stormtrooper. I don't have a problem. It doesn't bug me. Um, what bugs me is the fact that all the women are being... The mothers are being killed off. Now that you mention it, I never thought about that. That bugs me. I can't think of the name. What was the name of the woman? The woman in the um, the A wing that got killed at uh, the Last Jedi. Tally. Was that Allie? Tally, like, I think. Callie. I was like, I, I was going through. I was like, okay, well, she t- died. Tally. Tally. I think got killed in an A wing. Paige got killed in the bomber. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was just like, I'm trying to think of the people you could play. That's still alive. And um, I'm too, but I'm too old to play them. Like I might could play old Leia. Could play um, Mara Jade. Who's not? Who's not a canon character? She's awesome. Though. She's not a canon character. If I wanted to play a canon she, character, I there's no one I could play. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, maybe Jen, but Jen's a lot younger than me. Hmm. I've kind of got the haircut for Jen right now. Uh, uh, Kira? Kira would be your age now. I play old Kira. Yep. I can make an old Kira. Stop it. You don't, you're not that old. You make it sound like you're old. I'm just talking about, well, like, Kira, when, when if you like Kira, would have aged to... Actually, Kira would be older than you now. Yeah, but... But, but, but my point remains... Just, I mean, it's not like... A cinematic version... But what I am saying to y'all is women are still not equally represented in Star Wars movies. Whether you... They're still not. And the way to do that is to have more women just as background characters or whatever. And I'm I think not, we are seeing it's getting the tides. Better. Yes. It's getting better. But the fact does remain Star Wars has killed all the moms. Yeah, that's terrible. The movies but, have killed all the moms. You know what's not terrible? Have they killed all the dads, too? Uh, eventually, but not like the moms. They're bad about killing parents. But, like, but Vader's alive. Uh, did- right, Vader's alive for 30 years. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, th- I don't think you can make the same argument about them killing all the dads. Not like that. 
Not like that. Galen Urso survives. I mean, they take him, but he's still alive. Saul's still alive. But he dies. Again, but he's got another 20 years, another 15 years to live. They knock off the women, like, immediately. So, um, apparently, George's parents refused to pay for him to go to the art school he wanted to go to. And so, instead, he enrolled in Modesto Junior College to study social sciences. Maybe he's mad at his parents for not... (laughs) (laughs) That That was as the force willed it. It was as the force willed it. As the force willed it. As the force willed it. Uh, now I'm going to have to research that relationship because I'm really curious. But um, another little piece of trivia that I found about this that was kind of fun. Spaceballs, you know, is um, a spoof, a Star Wars spoof. Mm-hmm. And um, in the movie Spaceballs, they use this hatch to enter a planet that's like protected by this glass shield and um star wars had never their, done that's how they keep their air in yeah, yeah. so star wars had never done anything like that before until this movie um they had a, a hatch of sorts that they had to enter um past the force field or whatever yes. <laughs> you want to call it. For Rogue One, so, yeah. For Rogue One. So Rogue that, One stole um, stole from Spaceballs. No, they didn't steal it. You know, I think it was probably just a nod, like, um, you know, kind That's, of a hey. And then they killed how many people to get that shield down? Well, you know. Everybody in the Corvette, right? Everybody, everybody in the Corvette. And then everybody on the two Star Destroyers. Mm-hmm. That went through it. Did the Star Destroyers? Did you like the way the Star Destroyers looked in that movie? They looked too white to you. It didn't bother me. What startled me more was when your wife was like, when that triangular thing went into the other <laughs> triangular thing. That's what startled me more. She got you. She owned you on that. I was uh, like, do you mean the Star Destroyers? <laughs> she owns you. She owns. My she's so husband owns you. was dying laughing dying laughing but I was just like what <laughs> fair oh lord fair. Sally not uh, everybody way, is a Frankie, Star Wars Frank, geek but Frankie's like I'm sorry I married her for her money <laughs> I'm not sorry I married her for money I'm sorry I married her for her money there's like uh, right punctuation matters punctuation matters <laughs> so she kind of got you too Oh, yeah. She got me, too. Yeah. Because Frankie and I both were like, what? <laughs> and my husband was, like, about to cry. He was laughing so hard. I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is there anything else we need to say about Rogue One? Melissa, you took notes. Mads Mickelson. Galen Urso? Mads Mickelson. That's what else we need to say. That is all. <laughs> Okay, just so I'm clear, you don't get to fuss with me about Adam Driver anymore. No. That's all you want to say. You don't get to fuss with me about Adam Driver. That made it really hard for me to put that in the place. And I'm pretty sure I said that on that podcast. I seem to remember swooning over him in the podcast where we ranked them because he is like, (sighs) 
Is yeah. he? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, That's Mads Mikkelsen is my jam. Is he? Mm. Fascinating. I, yeah. I don't quite see it, but that you know, hey, That's it's me. all good. Uh, he's hot. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Married. Fair. I need to Fair. Because I, I totally know. have a shot with him, right? <laughs> A shot with whoever you want to have a shot with. Uh, um, of course he's married. Sorry. Dang it. Anyway. <laughs> so I think our next podcast might be on something completely not Star Wars related. Is that right? Yes. Are we yes. going to try to do a podcast on Amazon's The Boys? Uh, totally my idea and I'm so glad you brought that up because if you're listening to our podcast and you don't have Amazon Prime and I am not a paid sponsor but go get it because if not if only for a month this show the boys is totally worth it go get it because when we get ready to do our podcast I want you to know what we're talking about it's awesome and sally stop cringing it is just because you watch disney princess movies all day don't be so judgy Mm. you look like your daughter right now stop being judgy (laughs) (laughs) so i'm just gonna add a caveat to that the boys earns its ma rating like don't it does and don't blow this is not a family show no, no it's not it is 100 not a family show and our podcast on it will not be a family friendly podcast because mm-hmm. if we're going to talk about this show we're going to talk about some stuff that's very not family friendly so if you listen to us in the car with your kids or whatever you need to turn it off because the boys is not family friendly it 100 earns Every warning label it's got slapped on it. So, and despite the name, the boys, there are girls in it too. Leading roles. It's very equal in that respect, Sally. You should appreciate that. It's got you don't great have cast. To the cast. The cast is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have to lecture. It does. Um, so, anyway, and I have seen the whole thing whole thing. Yay, I'm proud of you. So, once again, <laughs> I'm not sure that I'll watch season two. I am, and they are filming a season two, so I'm stoked about that. Well, they kind of, they kind of Did you guys to. think it's funny there's two members from Star Trek on there? Yeah. Which two? Scotty and uh-huh. Bones. Uh-huh. That's right. The new, the new Star Trek. Yeah, the new yeah. Star Trek. That's where I've seen him before. He's Bones. Okay. Yeah, Scotty and okay. Bones. And Scotty, which one's Scotty? He's the dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But I, I kept on looking at him, going, "Where I've seen you in something? What have I seen you in?" And that's what that it is. zombie movie too, probably. What was that zombie movie he was in? Uh, I can't remember. I don't love zombie movies. But no, it was a funny one. It was a funny one. It was a British zombie movie. It was really funny. Okay. Well. That okay, so our next podcast will probably be on Amazon's The Boys, and um, hopefully, we might get another podcast in on maybe Carnival Row at some point. But I'm not like I don't have to, we don't have to podcast on Carnival Row if we don't want to. So, but that'll be a while down the road. Is there anything else we need to say? 
That's it. All right, Melissa, where can people find you? You can find me at Paxi Babe on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Okay, Frankie, where can people find you? I am GooniFat on Twitter and Instagram. Okay, if you need me, I'm Palmetto Blue on Instagram and Twitter. And how would you like to sign out, Frankie? Um, I'm going to say, as always, always carry a towel. Melissa? Truth and justice. And may the force be with you. Bye. Bye. Bye.